welcome to series four of the Gemma's Journey podcast. In today's episode, I talk to Christina Demu. Christina is a UK-based international performer and a vocal coach. Having trained at the Royal Academy of Music in London, her versatility as a vocalist has taken her all over Europe and meant that she's performed on some of London's finest stages. Her passion for mentoring has meant that she's been able to share those skills and experiences with aspiring students. Christina has also shared an exclusive on the Gemma's Journey podcast, so be sure to listen to that. Without further ado, I introduce to you Christina Devu. So thank you, Christina, for joining me on my Gemma's Journey podcast today. Would you like to introduce yourselves to the listeners? Yeah. Hi, Gemma. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Christina Demu. I am a singer, performer, actor, musician and a vocal coach. Um, I actually have background in hip hop. Um, I'm trained in musical theatre and I've performed all around Europe and in, in many, many different capacities. Yeah. So this blog is called Gemma's Journey. So tell us about your journey into vocal coaching. Wow. Um, I kind of sort of fell into it, really, although now it sort of seems like a natural path for me. Um, But between leaving college and getting into drama school, I actually was doing my hip hop dancer training. And um, I was really fortunate to be in a crew with some of London's and the world's best dancers and troops of today. I don't know if you've heard of Boy Blue Entertainment. Um, They do a lot of theatre stuff now and culture shock. And in within that sort of time, we were trained by some of hip hop's original pioneers of the art. Um, And then through that journey, I became artistic director of the troupe I was in, Culture Shop UK. And um, with that sort of responsibility came the opportunity to teach the company members um, and train them, but also do sort of youth outreach programs around London. So I sort of began teaching dance Um, and then sort of four years later I went on to study musical theatre at the Royal Academy of Music which was always the goal basically (laughs) the hip-hop wasn't even on the timeline but um, it was amazing and it obviously looking back really helped me with my journey today and and through my training at um, the Royal Academy I then held my own hip-hop dance classes um, and I was also asked to sort of choreograph and teach Um, and take some of the classes alongside the course that I was doing and uh, one day someone just asked me outside of the academy um, if I could help them vocally so basically I just took all those the teaching passion I had for dance and the skills that I'd apply um, that I'd applied to my dance training sort of into my singing and musical theatre teaching and I sort of then started teaching privately one-to-ones um I started going into schools teaching musical theatre um and other sort of like amateur dramatic companies and things like that um and yeah so now I've been teaching musical theatre and vocals for over a decade now and I still absolutely love it wow that, that's 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 really extraordinary extraordinary quite exciting career that you've, you've you've gone through so tell us what's the best thing about being a vocal coach oh my goodness <laughs> I think it's just 
the I mean there's so many things there's so it, it's so rewarding on so many levels I think um you know I believe that everyone should be able to sing and enjoy their voice and enjoy music however they want to whether they think they can or they can't but it's ba- it's about giving people the confidence to just um yeah just explore and enjoy music and I think it's about the joy that it gives people once you know they have that confidence the joy that they discover the confidence they have in themselves you know not just with singing but in life and their abilities you know seeing people transform and develop um it's it's just so lovely especially with the younger sort of clients and students that I have it's also about giving them confidence within a social aspect you know um how they can interact with other other people how they can use their newfound ability and confidence in themselves within school or going into drama school Um, and also with my sort of more mature clients you know just tapping into I mean because everyone loves music right and I just think everyone at some point has probably sung along to something in the car or in the shower or (laughs) cooking dinner and it's just sort of singing is so good for our mental health and our well-being and and I think that for me when someone comes to me and says I don't think I'll ever be able to sing that or I've never been that singer or I I don't have to do that and then they get it that's just amazing yeah yeah I mean you mentioned drama schools there have you I mean I'm assuming did you have to audition for a drama school have you have you been through that that process oh Gemma yes I have (laughs) (laughs) have I been through that process I think I think this is what makes me so passionate um today about sort of uh helping people get into drama school themselves because it's tough I'm not gonna lie it's really tough but it's only tough because I didn't really have the right guidance at the time um and I think so yes I did I went to I've always sung and danced um ever since I was I can remember you know I was going to Pineapple at three years old my mum used to take me down there and then I was sort of doing leads in the school plays and from sort of six I was singing at school and then eight I joined a choir and then I was with that choir for over a decade and we did the most amazing things and then I went from there and I went into you know secondary school and we did more and I went to college and I thought oh this is this is the path this is where I'm where I'm heading and then I sort of went out into the big wide world and um, I didn't really know what I was doing in terms of where my skill sets lie and what courses would be best for me Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I sort of and 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 although I'd done some dancing I wasn't sort of a heavy sort of uh classically trained dancer at that point um and I sort of auditioned primarily for really strong dance-based courses and I didn't get in I mean my vocal was good but they were like "Mm," you know you know the dancing's not quite there so I sort of got no I didn't I actually got rejected from I hate that word rejected I got turned down from um drama school and it really really knocked my confidence and I kind of was like oh what do I do like this was this was the plan this was all that I've ever known and ever done and yeah it was just really tough because I hadn't really had any sort of private singing lessons at that point and then that's when I went off to dancing and I was like right okay I'm gonna 
dance become a dancer and get better at that mm-hmm. um and then I did the hip-hop thing and and then but it was absolute fluke um well not fluke I would say destiny meant to be but I was doing my dancing and um I was working in a factory at this time just during the day to to earn a living as one does and uh, I thought you know what I need more of a creative environment whilst I'm you know working earning my money and um there used to be this thing called the stage newspaper where you'd get all your sort of jobs um yeah you remember it and yeah uh, I know it well yeah yeah so I was I looked in the stage and um the Royal Academy of Music at the time which is a classical music conservatoire really Mm -hmm. was looking for you know this um general office manager um called room coordinator so I went for the job and honestly it was like I just knew I'd got the job before I'd left the building (laughs) it was one of those really weird things and I never never do that but I sort of got out and I phoned my mum and I said oh they've offered me the job um, but it was really, can I tell you the story around it? With that yeah, of piece? course. Yeah, of course you can. So I got this interview and it, I think it was on like at three o'clock on a Friday mm-hmm. and I said yes to it. And then I realised that I'd actually had um, a dance show with my crew over the weekend in Great Yarmouth. So we were, had to leave earlier to get down there. Mm-hmm. So I phoned up the academy. And I said, oh, I'm ever so sorry. You know, is there any way we can change the interview time? Mm-hmm. So they got back to me and they put me first um, in line that day at 9am. And I went in and I walked into the academy and I just had this sense of like calm. I thought, oh, oh, this feels really comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, like home, really. Um, So an hour later, I come out and I'm on the phone to my mum saying, I think I got the job. She's like, if they told you, I said, no. I just have this feeling yeah. and literally an hour later Gemma they rang me and got and, and offered me the job wow and um it was such an amazing opportunity because they then cancelled everyone else that they were seeing wow. that day thank so god you that. changed it and thank god they were able to sort of comment accommodate you and you were the first one in the, in the morning oh wow. my goodness because Gemma after my you know disappointment and confidence hit of not getting into um drama school in London when I started working there I realized that they had a musical theater course and I thought oh okay Mm -hmm. anyway so I thought oh I'm gonna apply um so I applied and then I because you know and it was for the next academic year so where I was in the timeline I know I'd only just started my job but obviously this was always the goal Mm -hmm. and I did speak to my my bosses about it and I said you know I would really love to go for this and it isn't until next year and obviously I've, I've just started but so they said yeah no go for it because they were really supportive and um, I got an audition and I had two weeks to prepare <laughs> bearing in mind I hadn't really sung or done anything for four years because I'd just been focusing on dancing and then um, so I basically got myself a vocal coach got myself an acting coach and um, yeah, then I got into the Royal Academy of Music on the musical theatre course and the rest is history. It's wow. crazy. I feel it's like crazy. That, that was all meant to be. It's all sort of like naturally fell, fell into, into place. It really was because the, the other crazy part about it is that um, I got a conditional offer, which for those that don't know, means that you obviously have to pay for your time. You sort of don't get a scholarship. You have yeah. to be able to afford to go. Mm-hmm. 
and it was something like nine thousand five hundred pounds or something crazy Mm -hmm. and uh and at this point I hadn't um and this was like several several years ago now and um I sort of went home to my parents and I was like crazy thing happened I kind of auditioned for you know London's top conservatoire mm-hmm. and got in and it's about nine grand you don't happen to have nine grand lying <laughs> about as a joke I'm just sort of saying this yeah and my dad actually said you know what I've had a savings account for you you know for oh. like your dowry yeah. like for when you get married or for a mortgage and it had the exact amount that I needed to get into RAM. Emma, I'm not even lying. I can't, you can't even make this up. Oh, I've got tingles. <laughs> oh, I, do you know what? It was just so meant to be. And yeah. a musical theatre has been the dream since I basically stepped on that stage. And I thought, this is it. This yeah. is it. So this was my chance. So, you know, now knowing how hard it is, if I'd had sort of some of that guidance that I, give now you know I think I think my transition would have been easier but you know that's my journey and and I'm grateful for every every part of it really yeah and I was just gonna ask her obviously knowing what you know now what advice would you give to those students who are looking to to audition you know what would you say to them well for me I definitely would say do your research on your courses work with your coach or someone that knows you personally and your skill set and your strengths and your weaknesses because you know you you don't have to be the you know the top of your game to be able to get in but I think you do need to show potential in the areas that you're studying um start taking as many classes as possible um have a really concise idea of what your goal is mm-hmm. you know what do you want after you study um and you know apply for the courses that will help you in those areas if you don't know obviously what you want to do and you're still trying to figure it out just focus on what your current interests are yeah. um, and what you're putting your time and energy into at the moment and then study more of those mm-hmm. and I think it's really really hard because if you haven't had um, much coaching or one-to-one you know it's quite hard for parents to help advise their children I know when I was going through it the careers advisors at school had no idea and I was very much you know talked out of going into the performing arts industry yeah they were like you know you do know you're going to be out of work nine months of the year don't you Hmm." Mm -hmm. and every time you know I wanted to I just said oh I just want to be a performer I don't know how it happens or what I need to do but that's what I want to do and you know people used to laugh at me and I think it's really really hard because obviously at school it's not always people's expertise so you know I've been there and I felt that heartbreak that comes with not getting in first time especially if it's something that's been so active within your life um and I'm I'm really really passionate I'm really passionate about that transition for people um specifically going into drama school and I've actually written a a book about it yeah yeah tell us about this yeah tell us about the book well I haven't launched it and I haven't told anyone so this is like a first Um, exclusive (laughs) yeah absolutely it's basically um how to pick the right drama school and audition like a pro and it, it it's a guide it's a workbook it's a journal it's um like positive affirmations it covers how to audition, you know, how to prepare yourself to audition, what you need. It takes you step by step through the process of how to actually pick the drama score and the course 
for you so mm-hmm. again instead of trying to ask lots of different people or you're know, paying for consultations um with people just to ask for advice and sort of clumping together what you think is best I literally it's like having me there coaching you taking you step by step so it's very interactive you can um you know you have to write down I take you step by step you know what your goals are and where you see yourself what kind of career you want how you want to show up in the industry and Mm -hmm. then we talk about you know all the pros and cons of all the different courses um, and what you're looking for and what you might need so it, it really is I don't know it's just come from the heart it's just something that you know having like I said before just gone through because it is really it really is devastating and I think for some people if if they'd have if, if you're one of those people that have always had art in your life you know or dance or singing musical theatre and I know how big that goal is and how vivid it is and how we seemingly think it's just going to be the next transition it's just going to it's just going to happen you know I was yeah. very naive thinking oh you know I'll go I'll go to college and I'll go to drama school and I'll get an agent and I'll have like maybe two or three auditions and I'll be on the West End. And obviously life isn't like that, but unless, you know, and, and the only sort of other guidance I have had was, you know, it's too hard. You're never going to make it, but actually, yes, it is hard, but you can make it and you can do well. And I think, you know, this is just something that's come from my heart to help those people to also prepare them. Mm. I think, mentally so yeah I'll let you know if you are interested obviously do head over to my website which is christinademu.com and just sign up to my mailing list because the people on my mailing list are going to be first to hear about it obviously and your listeners (laughs) Um, but it will be released very very soon and then I'll give um, those that are on my mailing list a special offer but it's just it's just really I just think it's everything that I wish I'd known yeah definitely I mean it's something that I wish that I had I mean I like you know I've wrote about this in my, my blog so a lot of people will know but you know I had a career in performing arts so I was doing you know dance drama and things like that and I wanted to go down you know to the performing route but because you know even when I was at school there wasn't that much advice and there wasn't much clarity yeah. and you I was always put off you know or you know go and do go work in the office go do something that isn't the arts because that's yes. not going to be a job so that's why I ended up being as I say on, on my blog on this side of the stage where I will write about it rather than be on stage but I wish I was you know I'll go to a musical mm. I wish I was on that that stage but yeah there was no really you know support there I mean my dance teacher you know Lucy Hudson she was fabulous she was really supportive in you know telling you where to go for dance auditions and things like that but I was like yeah but I don't know you know how to audition I don't know what the process is I don't know what I should be doing so I was totally put off so the fact that there's going to be a book you know for fellow students you know out there now listening you know hopefully with your guide which I'm sure will be so so helpful and useful to for them yeah I absolutely and it makes me so sad I mean although you're obviously doing really well and you're finding passion yeah. you know in your projects that you're doing I just yeah. think it is isn't it that kind of like oh what if I had had that sort of just a little a little bit of guidance at least you could have sort of given it a go and yeah. and I think yeah it, it's just lacking that sort of in-between yeah. stage yeah and, it's and that transition school. isn't it from doing school yeah. leaving school to then you know what do you do do you go to drama schools should I go to a college or do I go to university it's, yeah. that, it's that transition period and after that as well you know it's having you know the, this guidebook is what will what they'll, they'll need 
Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it saves you time, money and energy because auditions can be expensive. You know, if you don't really know what you're doing, you could be putting your money into so many different things that you don't need. And it's and, and, and basically what it does, it takes you through every single step you need to take so that you're really focused so that actually you're giving yourself the best chance. So, yeah, I'm really proud of it. It also looks fabulous. It's so I've had a, a really lovely um, illustrator um, illustrate some of the pages. So I, I just, and I've, <laughs> it's, it's my first book. So I'm just, it's like my baby because yeah. I just know it could, you know, like people like yourself, it could really, really change lives. And that's, that's what I'm about. Yeah. So when, I, I mean, when I always think of drama schools and the West End, obviously everyone says that London is the place to be to succeed in the arts. Is that still the case, do you think? Is London where everybody needs to go? Or do you think it would be advisable to perhaps start in your own region first, do some work there, and then progress to London? Or do you think, you know, if you want to actually, you know, be successful, you have to go to the capital? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. And um, I think it just depends where you are in your career or your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're obviously at school then go to local classes it's you know it's quite hard to keep going yeah. backwards and forwards unless you are with an agent and you're sort of uh, sort of doing your professional work then you might find that you have to travel for auditions and things um I know a lot of people come from abroad to train in London because obviously we do have some really fantastic schools but I also know that there are some really good people that also trained in those facilities and those drama schools that have opened up their own academies and things so I think that training is start starting to sort of trickle out you know outside of the London borders but I mean if you're a graduate and you want to be on the West End then yes it's going to be really helpful for you to be in the capital mm-hmm. oh, you've got to wear it's hard because you've got to weigh up the cost of living yeah. I mean I live um I lived just outside of London. I actually moved home to travel into London and study, but you have mm-hmm. to weigh up the, the pros and cons of the time and the money because yeah. the money you're saving on rent, you could be paying on travel, um, but then you have a longer train journey to get to auditions, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just sort of weighing up what's best for you and your circumstance right now. But obviously being, it does really help being in and around people that are in the industry and being on the scene and connecting with people and, and being able to get involved in masterclasses um, and sort of being a familiar face, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the amazing kind of technology that we've got now at our fingertips and um, social media, you can, it's really easy for you to sort of get seen and connect, you know, with casting directors, especially via Twitter. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are finding, I know over the pandemic that a lot of casting directors were sort of doing things um helping out young actors and and stage performers by holding online virtual workshops and things and I don't think that's completely gone away because we're still sort of just coming out of it so there's a lot of stuff happening online so if you do find that you're not in London or not able to get into London there's certainly other avenues and ways you can connect and I think you know it's just making use of the resources that we've got at our fingertips that we didn't have you know is that something that you have been doing as well? Have you been doing sort of virtual masterclasses and things through through Zoom with, with your vocal coaching? Yes, I have. So I think it was over in January. You know, we had that um, sort of unsuspected third lockdown. Yeah. 
everyone's Christmas was kind of a bit of bit of a sham, wasn't it? People's plans sort of got put to pat, um, put to the back burner. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put on something that's really affordable, um, that connects people, and that hopefully just helps people feel better about themselves and keep their hand in because it was just such a tough time. So I did, I put on a masterclass series actually um, and they were just five pound each, but it was an hour of um, working through a specific song with people all over the world. I had, you know, um, clients from the USA take part, which was really lovely. Um, and we just worked, you had the opportunity to do a single masterclass or all three. And um, I did that over three consecutive weeks and we did that online. And it was just so lovely just to connect and see faces and yeah. people that I'd never worked with before um, that I know that had followed or follow me on social media. And it was just lovely to be able to, I suppose, give back in a way or do my little bit to sort of help people along their journey in such a tough time. Yeah. And like you say, you know, it makes it more accessible, you know, people who who can't go out, you know, that you, you have that, that option of doing the, the virtual class. And it was the same as, you know, the shows. You know, I watched quite a lot of theatre shows and musicals online, you know, and were, most of them were all down south and I could never have got there anyway. So it was nice that, you know, that for theatre was a bit different during lockdown and the arts were different. We were still able to adapt and you were still able to experience it, but just a little bit, a little bit differently. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. And I think it's really shown that, you know, how much we can actually do online. I know some, I mean, my whole coaching business has gone online now yeah. because, I mean, I used to travel around quite a bit and I used to work in lots of various different schools and I could only fit so many people in in one day but now I can have people back to back all over the country in Ireland USA you know within minutes of each other I'm connecting in you know different continents and countries which is insane but also amazing because I think coaching you know as a as a student you want to see as many coaches as possible you want to sort of see who works for you and and now you don't have to be so limited to just, you know, maybe the five coaches in your local area, yeah. which, is which is really, really amazing. And, and I know that I think a lot of places will, I'll certainly be doing more online. I definitely feel mm -hmm. like in terms of more group stuff, um, because it's just connecting in a way that we couldn't before. Yeah. Definitely. So as we you know, were talking about the weather before the podcast started and yeah. you know, we are starting to move into those colder, wintry months, you know, how can artists, singers, you know, look after their, their voices when, when it gets colder? Because, you know, voices are our muscles and we need to look after mm. those, those as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think now is the time to sort of really start building up the immune system, you know, and eating more, we sometimes, you know, maybe over the summer, we've eaten sort of more solids and things, but now you're going to really want to crave like sort of heavy carb food to just insulate yourself and keep yourself warm because you're going to need more energy. So I definitely say, you know, eat as much as you can, you know, really good sort of vitamin rich foods, um, vegetables, you know, all your fruits and, and keep, your, keep your immune system boosted because obviously you're going to be more prone to colds. You're going to have the heating on, which kind of breathes more. You know, you're not going to have all the windows open, letting the air circulate. So it's building up the immune system 100%. Eat your fruit and veg. 
stay hydrated because yeah. again you know the heat we could get the air will be more dry and we might find that our voice suffers in that way so it's just hydration all the time um i definitely think if you go out you know keep your chest and neck warm and your throat you know you can have like a scarf over your mouth so you're not breathing in cold air if you're going to do a performance because you know the temperature can affect you know we say when you drink ice cold water it can have an effect on your voice so you just want to keep that area really really warm make sure you're wrapped up when you go out and you could do five minutes of gentle humming um and sort of sirening and sovt exercises so you know that kind of stuff just to keep the muscles flexed you know daily even if you're not necessarily performing or you're not practicing every day just five minutes of sort of waking up your voice before you start talking on a normal day even those that that don't necessarily sing but yeah I think it's just being really kind to yourself rest if you need rest you know sleeps sleep water you can steam you can put your head over a hot bowl of water open mm -hmm. your mouth slightly put a towel over your head and just allow um, the steam just to go to the vocal cords cords that's really good to um, add moisture sort of more immediately than sort of hydrating through water intake um, and you want to do that without any sort of peppermint I know some people put peppermint in the water to clear their sinuses but that can have drying effects to the yeah. voice so just just be aware of that but just general you know good health things yeah yeah, I, I love your Instagram, you know, all the different tips and tricks you have for, you know, you know, warming up your, 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 your throat and your voice. And I mean, I, I don't, can't sing, but when I have, you know, interviews with jobs and things like that, you know, even doing this podcast, you know, you are watching your tips to, you know, you know, mouth, get all the muscles warm and you'll look after my, my throat. So even if you don't sing and, you know, and you do have a lot of talking to do, whether that be in your job or, you know, you have job interviews, I think your, you know, tips on Instagram are, are so useful for anybody really <laughs> oh thank you so much it's really good to hear because that's you know that's the aim really isn't it just to help help you guys help anyone that needs needs to know that information it is just a few sometimes little tricks and tips can make a big difference mm, definitely so Christina if people are listening and they want to find out more um you know I know you mentioned your website there but if you want to leave yeah. it you know, mention it again and your social media channels and things like that yeah absolutely thank you so um it's christinademu.com Christina is spelled with a K um k-r-i-s-t-i-n-a-d-e-m-o-u.com that's my website yeah. there's lots of information on there um, you've also got a free um, self-taping ebook that you can pick up for yourself if that's something that you're doing at the moment because like we were saying before there's a lot of self-tapes still going on a lot of castings um, in the first instance that are happening online mm -hmm. um, also you can find me at Christina Demu Coaching on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube yeah Christina Demu yeah. Coaching <laughs> fabulous well thank you I'll, I'll put all those links and things on the, the show notes so people don't don't miss them but thank you again for being on, on my podcast today it's been wonderful to, to to talk to you and listen to your your journey oh thank you so much Gemma honestly I've loved it I've really enjoyed it and thank you for asking me so much fun on a beautiful day like today <laughs> Thank 
Thank you for listening to Series 4 of Gemma's Journey Podcast. If you liked this podcast, then please do share with your friends. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. And of course, if you do want more, then I'm Gemma's Journey on my blog on WordPress. So please do check that out.